Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to another wild episode of Babe. I'm here with Graydon Shepard again. Hi. Hi. I'm a three-beat. You're a three-beat. I love it. <laughs> um, you just told me a really funny thing, which was your drag name. Tell the readers. Um, my drag name would be Sissy's Paycheck. <laughs> Hard to say, though. Doesn't... Sissy's Paycheck. Yeah. Hi, Sissies. Hi, Sissies? Like, if you're saying hi to me, you'd say hi, Sissies. Oh, sissies. Yeah, sissies paycheck. Sissies or maybe paycheck. it should just be sissy paycheck. No. Sissies paycheck. Sissies paycheck. But I would just call you sissy for short. Yeah, for sissies. Sis. Yeah, sis. for sissies. Hey, sis. hey, sissies. Have you ever done drag? Oh, you have done drag. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I have done. Of this podcast <laughs> ends right now. Yeah. It ends on a Friendship high. That's a ends. good joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i have <laughs> i learned a lot i'm embarrassed now this is a bad interviewer hey. move <laughs> i'm bad at my job <laughs> well you don't know me very well so um i just feel like i know you okay i was thinking about it that we've like mostly gotten to know each other in things that are recorded yeah yeah and the, we we are we know each other through art yeah the female i think because then we had dinner after the podcast this the last one and we were it was like kind of like a date mm-hmm. <laughs> we were like it was like a, a little nervous yeah. yeah 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 we're easing into i feel though that like a that comfort friendship level is on the horizon yeah for sure but it's interesting to like get there yes i feel like i'm doing that with a lot of friends lately because like i've branched out a lot in my social circle Mm -hmm. but part of that involves like hanging out with people that you may not like you just don't have that like fart level of comfort with (laughs) i have that with you but only on (laughs) on microphone and camera. yeah Yeah. only when the cameras are rolling Yeah. yeah but like just where you can hang out and like you don't have to talk about anything but and it takes a while to get there with certain people well, I think it's because I was like a fan of yours before meeting you, and like same. No, no. So, <laughs> Did you do drag? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. I hate yeah. that I asked that. <laughs> well, uh, you live and you learn, Alanis Morissette. Oh, um, but yeah, the fanship was mutual of yeah. just like being another funny person who yeah. I was like, oh my god, this person kills me. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So here we are. So we'll get there someday. Yeah. <laughs> Pray for us. Or we could just keep our iPhones rolling whenever we hang. <laughs> <laughs> we record every hangout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just watched. Okay. So we, Graydon just showed me a video that mm. darked me out to my core. Mm-hmm. 
the so Vanity Fair does these videos. They're actually their like YouTube content is pretty chill. I haven't seen that format before. Not that format, but I yeah. liked it. So they yeah. had this rapper, Billie Eilish. But is I she a rapper? She I only listened to one of her songs after watching that thing. And it was really actually kind of pretty, like, lordish, like, kind of chill. But then I guess she also does kind of SoundCloud rappy, Xanaxy type stuff. So I had no idea who she was. Yeah. I thought that they, because I'd seen, like, the thumbnail for this video where they interview, they interview, like, a teen when she's 15 and then interview her again when she's 16. And I just saw a thumbnail and I was like, I roll like Vanity Fair is just like interviewing randos now, like <laughs> trying to get like emo points or something. <laughs> and then you were like, you need to watch this. Yeah. And so she's like a real thing. Yeah. She's major. And like, it's the young ones who know about her. Mm-hmm. Um, And she's like, seems to be very talented. But this video was like, she seemed to have been broken over the past year. Yeah. Broken down. I think she's, it's good because she's, like watching it again with you was like she's just being herself and just like not trying to make things seem better than they are so i appreciate that yeah and i mean after you as someone who's been on the road (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) like it seems like she's had like a really wild year of like touring and stuff and i feel like that probably just like wears you the fuck out and like it seems like her career exploded yeah I'm shook in the sense that I had no idea who this person was mm-hmm. because I pride myself on like knowing a lot about celebs, but really it's only the celebs that are on the Daily Mail that I know about. Uh-huh. Like I don't know, uh, I don't even know how to find out what the kids know these days. It's yeah, you what have to be fuck? in high school. You have you should just walk on down to Fairfax High School. I Hello, need to fellow do, students. Yeah, like I need to infiltrate a high school and just like get in touch with the kids because yeah. I don't like like I am always thinking about like when is that day going to come where like I don't know how to work technology or how to like email or like whatever and I don't know if that will happen to us since we grew up like in the dawn of technology kind of I think there's already stuff that we don't know about like I think Like what? I was listening to some podcast about Oh, God, I can't even remember. Just, like, kids, how they're so able to hack things and, like, take advantage of the internet and, have like, how Finstagrams are. They have their own technology that, like, older people just don't even know about. Okay. Well, we need to, like, is there, like, a Learning Annex class that we can go to where people teach us what the teens know? I think you should pull a Never Been Kissed update yeah. and just show up <laughs> in, like, I high school think, clothes. Yeah. And register, hello. Hey, I can put, wear a backpack mm-hmm. and then just like, I maybe I get like fake braces or something. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect disguise. Yeah. yeah. And then just like chill and like talk to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. But then somehow end up in a bad, like a relationship with one of them and then you go to jail. Yeah. A yeah. relationship with one of them, but then <laughs> like a relationship with the teacher. Ooh. Equally, they're all as creepy. Yes. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm the either being a predator a yes. or the teacher is preying on me. Exactly. I'm the predator but of the you, prey. Yes. There's no like real no. win. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, where do you find out? Like, there's no like teen news website. There's no, like, book or, like, magazine about, like, teens. Like, Tiger Beat? But that's a different thing. Where are they getting their information? I don't know. What blogs do they read? 
I think I yeah I honestly don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I think it's just like sharing amongst themselves. I think it's like not as public as it used to be. Yeah. I don't know. But like someone has to be like feeding them information. Yeah. Clueless. We sound really old now, but like yeah. this is cuz like okay, there's this one So I follow, and I've mentioned this on the pod before, but there's that Instagram celeb face that like breaks down, like they'll just like break down all these like Insta models, like Instagram posts and they show where they photoshopped. Like they make like the teeniest little like Photoshop shaves on their body, but like to make their bodies look like perfect. And so this exposes and I'm really into like an exposure. Oh, that's amazing. And I think one of the people that Celeb Face came for was this model. I think her name is Sarah. Uh, her Instagram name is Crotchy. <laughs> but she has she has that thing where you have like one brown eye and one blue eye. Oh, yeah. But her, chromatic or whatever. Yeah. But her brown eye, her blue eye, her brown eye. <laughs> Make your brown eye blue, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to the valley for that. Yeah. Her blue eye is like really blue, like almost fake blue looking. Oh, yes. Yeah. And she has been accused of getting the like eye color surgery to have this like to appear as though she has this thing. And like she's basically been exposed by family members as like having two brown eyes from a youthful age. And then through color contacts and like et et cetera, she's like pulling like a huge eye scam. Whoa. That's that's like dangerous too. You could lose your sight. Yeah. Yeah. Like a plastic surgery on your eyeball (laughs) is a no for me. (laughs) But I like my eye color. Yeah, you've got beautiful eyes. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so I was in some Reddit forum that was like Reddit are exposing fake people and it was like a whole thing about her and then i was like i love exposing so like who else is fake yeah and was scrolling through and i realized i didn't know any of the people that they were talking about no i'm so out of the loop on music on stars on everything yeah when did this happen to us we gotta get back in the fucking loop i need to get looped in i need to hire some several teenagers (laughs) to tell me what's cool that's the key i think Mm -hmm. yeah you have to be around them yeah getting like intern teenagers i think it's like you stop being around younger people for so long once you're out of school Mm -hmm. and then like by the time your nieces and nephews roll around it's like oh you're a generation away from what's actually going on yeah yeah okay so my goal one of my goals for 2019 is to get looped back in and be like very cool by the end of the year just like knowing things yeah (laughs) i'm okay with being old (laughs) you like it yeah i'm not okay with being old i don't think i like i watch jeopardy every night (laughs) 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 i like sitting it's just it's so I much like nicer. Sitting. Yeah, I love a good classic sit. old people thing yeah. to do. Sit. <laughs> I like just you know staying in. I love it. Yeah, I definitely like like I like that my tastes grow with age. Like mm. that I know like I've gotten really into plants, so I know like how to take care of plants. Like before, I thought. You just buy a plant and you like let it sit somewhere and then like pour water into it every once in a while and like it lives. But that's like not how plants work. And so that's been like exciting and fun and something that like old Lara like enjoys Mm -hmm. and that's like a cool old thing to do. Yeah. But that, but like, 
what else? Like, I want to read like historical nonfiction or like listen to NPR and have like an appreciation for that. Yeah. I think it's just such a relief not to have to keep up. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. That's the saddest thing I've seen. I like, I need to be in the loop. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sick of being in whatever loop I'm in now because I feel like I get all my news from like, or like my guilty pleasure websites are like Daily Mail, Vogue. Yeah into the gloss like the cut and i need to like really branch out to like the dark web and start to learn some things i'm like delisted in an omg blog and that's it (laughs) (laughs) i miss delisted i never go because he hired like new writers so yeah it's not the same but it's still it still gives you what familiar it's warm um okay so you wanted to talk about kanye west (sighs) he said his favorite restaurant is mcdonald's yeah (laughs) (laughs) i same (laughs) what's your favorite thing on the menu at mcdonald's oh i'm into the quarter pounders at the moment okay Uh uh-huh i do like in my mcdonald's heyday which was like middle school high school Mm -hmm. never really after that (laughs) like (laughs) not really yeah because i could like i love burgers but i would always find a much more delicious burger elsewhere would you though yeah i would Mm -hmm. i live down the street oh my god i this reminds me of a diet that i attempted in college where i lived down the street from this restaurant called portillo's in chicago it's like a big chain that does like italian sausage and burgers Mm -hmm. and like those like Italian beef sandwiches and stuff, but I wasn't into that. I was just into their burgers. So I came up with a plan where it was like, I'll just eat one burger every day. I'll do a burger fries and sometimes a milkshake. That Mm -hmm. would just be my one meal a day. And then that gives me all the calories I need. Mm -hmm. And then I can eat, still eat like a delicious unhealthy thing, but I'm staying like low in the cows or like right at the brink. Yeah. So it, yeah yeah if you only eat that that's fine like um there are there was a gym teacher who proved to his students that you could eat whatever you want as long as you keep it in the calor- in the low like, calorie range. calories in calories out kind of thing yeah well so i made it six days and Ugh. then on the seventh day i took a bite of the burger and was like felt really sick yeah and then i was like well this challenge and i think my body just kind of was like feeling flabby about it yeah you're not getting good nutrients from that it's not good for you but all that to say is like i can like get really into a burger and find my favorite restaurants but mcdonald's is like (laughs) no well so there's like a michelin star chef and i forget her name but she talked about how mcdonald's is the best like or that mcdonald's is actually really good because or she doesn't see why people have a problem with mcdonald's because uh it's like salty, fatty, crispy, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. And then it's, um, so it tastes good to her. And then also when she's traveling or when you're traveling, there's a McDonald's that's open late and like, you know what you're getting and it's like cheap and yeah, they're yeah. Really good things. So I can see why Kanye would be like, yeah, no matter where you go, McDonald's is the same. Yeah. I guess like in and out burger isn't everywhere. No, that would be my favorite like fast food moment. Yeah. McDonald's is so salty, though. Mm. If you don't get it with, like, a soft... You have to get a soft drink with it to, like, dissolve all the salt and, like, give you, like, a sweet blast before you re-up on salt. (laughs) Because I got it once with no soft drink, and I was, like, cotton mouth. Where am I? Yeah, it was like I almost passed out. (laughs) (laughs) 
I told my therapist, I was like, I really wish I could get back to the days where I forgot about eating. (laughs) Same. Yeah. I remember like, have you ever had an eating disorder? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Or like just like disordered eating like pattern that happened. I find that when I travel, I really go off the mm-hmm. off the rails with eating. But that's yeah, that seems like a run normal. of the mill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just like a period of time in high school when I think it was like I don't know because I was so fucked up every day that I don't know if I like was actively trying to be anorexic or if mm. I just was like so fucked up that I just became anorexic, but I think I I was pretty anorexic and I did. I think I just forgot to eat and would eat on and off like every couple days. And when I did eat, I would have McDonald's. That was like my go-to. Yeah. And then when I finally like got sober for a while and was at cascade, Mm. then I just thought like, Oh my God, like I eat like shit all the time. Anyways, I'll just eat whatever I want. And then was eating like that every day and then had the rude awakening of gaining like 45 pounds in Mm. a month. But like that. Yeah. Like I don't, for me, I think I would have to be like just completely out of it to like not eat something. Oh no. Well, and did you, like punish yourself when you ate when you were in that period or you just no weren't thinking yeah i wasn't thinking i was just like oh i'm so hungry like i'm just gonna get like a quarter pounder with cheese like extra meal or whatever that's called yeah what are they called the like value meal yeah i guess so what are they pounder meal i don't know okay yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) i'm like i don't know anything about donald's No, but I'm much better about it than I used to be. I used to go way more. I like their breakfast. Yeah. I, they used to do a chicken biscuit at breakfast, and that was everything. Oh, God. Warren Buffett eats McDonald's bre- breakfast every day. Every day? Yeah. What does he have? His wife lays out, like, the exact amount of change <laughs> for th- what he's getting for that day. Like, he doesn't carry money on him or something. He just, his wife lays out money, uh, enough money to get, like, a sausage or an egg McMuffin. And then if the stocks are up or something, like mm-hmm. sh- there's some cue, she'll put enough for a sausage McMuffin or an egg McMuffin with sausage. Oh, wow. And so he just hands it, like has the exact amount when he goes through the driveway on his way to work, <laughs> drive through on his way to work. Wow. Yeah. I need to know more of his secrets. He's got, there's a whole documentary about him. Okay. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Do you know that for a really long time, I thought that Warren Buffett and Jimmy Buffett were related. Oh, <laughs> I was just like, wow, what a successful family. <laughs> One's a singer. One's Margarita way Bell. rich, I yeah. guess. Uh-huh. I didn't really know about Warren. I just heard about him a lot. And I was like, God, people really love Jimmy's brother. Like, You're thinking it was like a, uh, Winona Judd, like the Judd family. Yeah. Type of fame Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just was like i guess i don't know why they talk about warren like i don't know what he is doing then i figured out like oh he's like a really rich guy yeah yeah and then i was like that's interesting and cool and then they was like they're not related and i was like oh wow i thought brad and michael pitt were related same i did that for a while too yeah yeah Yeah. i thought my mom and i were related (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i like it when you go dark a light like go lightly oh, into the dark unexpected little dark little twist yeah yeah, 
You had a sex dream about Justin Bieber last uh-huh. night? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? Okay. Well, it was one of those like fun situations. I had so many dreams last night. It one was of one of those fun, fun situations. situations where it's like, like he was like being like a little curious, uh-huh. you know, like it was uh, like oh. a bro, like, Hey, he's straight. And like, maybe so am I. And yeah. then, like eventually like <laughs> he started giving me a blowjob and then I gave him a blowjob. <laughs> but then this always happens. How is his dick? It was like you see in the, in the, in the pictures. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, the thicky. Yeah. Love. Uh-huh. And then. I love that like you can, I love that you can like re-replicate the dick in a dream. I know. Yeah. yeah that's a good like skill. A, it was a, it was a, what do they call it? Lucid dick dream. A lucid, so wait, you a were like bit. controlling the dream bit, a little like, bit? I was there a little bit. Oh my bit. God. Wow. This You're always, channeling. I know. You're this fucking on. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that when you have a dream about someone, they're having a dream about you. Ooh. That's just a thing that I believe. Never read it, but I just like feel it. Bieber must have like billions of dreams a night. Yeah. But so whenever I have a sex dream, it always ends with people watching (laughs) and me getting scared. (laughs) 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 I'm like always about to come. And then it's like somebody's watching and then i have to like in the room or yeah, just like, like in the room like somebody shows up oh wow and like or there's a crowd around oh my god like, isn't that fucked have you it's talked with your something. therapist about that ever no that's too private <laughs> you have to talk about that with a therapist <laughs> what do you do you just make small talk with your therapist yeah, like how was your weekend <sighs> you're like ask them a lot of questions here comes the sweat (laughs) (laughs) too private i would never paying her to hear my secrets (laughs) oh my god my old therapist like always led with like i want to know your dreams like please if you ever have a dream that you want to talk about like bring it in the room and like we'll chat mine's way more like practical and just like it's cbt it's like okay yeah so it's just like correcting bad thoughts that i have about myself (laughs) you're like i had a dream about just they're like shut up yeah (laughs) don't think about that (laughs) yeah um i had a dream about i had a dream that bradley cooper and i fell in love (gasps) this week Mm -hmm. it was really great yeah and like some horrible tragedy had happened that like killed a lot of people in the world I don't know what it was, but I just know that like his baby mama and baby work. <laughs> and he, I tried to ask him about it in the dream and he was like, no. And I was like, okay, we don't have to talk about it. And like, but then we were just like hardcore together and just like fully in love, like trying to survive in the world where the tragedy was. Oh, wow. I think I shot a dog, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a wild pit bull that was trying to attack like, my mom's cat okay. and i think it was Fair like enough. a in the, i think there was like some zombie element but the, it had to be done and did you do were there naked times with bradley no it was like no, really just, it was sweet, sweet like cuddle like make out and like lingering eye contact mm-hmm. and he kind of looked like jackson maine mm-hmm. but he wasn't like talking like him like okay. it was like bradley but like looking like jackson maine and talking like david beckham Hi, bitch, little boy. Hi, little boy, Laura. (laughs) You, my girlfriend. (laughs) Then I was like, fuck, I want to be in love. Yeah. Too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try. Did you ever have like super intense 
cr- love crushes in like public school, high school that were unrequited? Mm, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I feel like I pretty much got to everyone that I crushed on. <laughs> no, but I did have like, That's I good. was like super in love with this one guy in high school and we, we never dated like, but we would like hook up and have just like, I don't know what it was, but I like really was in love with him mm. and like it was very, it was never even on or off. It just like was whatever it was hmm. and very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. But I just was like obsessed with him and was like always trying to like figure out how to like be with him, but also not be with him, but just like have him pay more attention to me. Did you do anything crazy to get attention? Um, I'm sure I did. Like I, I like, I, in high school, especially like, I feel like I identified like certain groups of friends that I wanted to like be a part of Mm -hmm. and then would like infiltrate into the group and like be friends with them. So this is like, I should go back to high school because I had a real (laughs) smack for this, but it was like, mostly it was just like this stoner, like it was like stoner, cool kids with like grateful dead stickers on their car. And I just thought they were like the fucking bees knees. And I just wanted to hang out with them and like cut class and smoke pot and like listen to ludicrous cds and like hang out after school and like watch this guy that i like had a crazy crush on like play guitar oh yeah and but do you think is that why you got into the dead that was like one of my yeah that was one of my entrees the iconography was what got me first because i was just like these are cool like what is the what is this like skull kind Mm. of like sticker with the lightning bolt and then I remember one day, I think it was like my freshman year of high school, like near the end of the year, these two girls, it was like Megan and this one of my friends who this girl that ended up being one of my best friends, Taylor, Mm -hmm. and then this guy, Adam, that I was my crush, they were all like about to like drive off to like go hang out and like smoke weed or something. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Hey, you want to come with us? <laughs> and I was like, looked around and I was like, yeah. And then just like went and hung out with them like all afternoon. And I, and they were playing the grateful dead, like American beauty and like smoking pot. And I was just like, wow, this is like the best thing that's ever happened to me. It's like, uh, what's that link later movie? It's like days and confused. Days and confused. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what it truly felt like. I yeah. was like, oh my God. And then I started, that was like the group of friends that I started hanging out with all the time and like got more and more and more in until like eventually it turned on me. Cause like the thing about hanging out with people that do a lot of drugs is like <laughs> things take Escalate. a dark turn yeah. eventually. <laughs> drugs are fun until they're not. Yeah. And, but yeah, he was, I don't know what, I don't know what it was about him exactly Hmm. Hmm. he was shorter than i was i think i get really obsessed with guys that are shorter than me really yeah that's cool because i'm thinking of the last person that i got really obsessed with who was also michael j fox (laughs) (laughs) yeah he like looked like jim morrison he Mm, wore like beaded necklaces and just had like a he like dropped out of school and then got his GED. I thought that was like Whoa. really hot. Yeah. Yeah. A rebel. He, and he played like guitar really well. 
The amount of time that I watched boys play guitar in high school is oh, embarrassing. God. Don't you get uncomfortable? I hate watching somebody. When somebody pulls out a guitar. Now, I'm like, oh, never. God. I would actively run away. Yeah. 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 But yeah. this was like, we would, me and Taylor would like, go after school like smoke weed and then like watch these boys just like play guitar and like band practice and i just thought it was like everything you're like uh britney murphy and clueless with the stoner guy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. travis birkenstock that's it (laughs) ty i forgot her name yeah did you have unrequited crushes in high school well i did i well of course because you know the gay thing but i had a secret high school boyfriend which was great but in public school the the craziest thing is i had the biggest crush on this girl like mm-hmm. for the all of my public school like from the day she arrived i was like that is the most beautiful fourth grader that yeah. i've ever seen in my life <laughs> and i was like and you were in fourth grade too yeah yeah <laughs> you were like i was, I was 18 see <laughs> 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 most beautiful fourth grader i have ever seen in my life <laughs> so she like i was obsessed i just wanted to be around her and like i just wanted to make her laugh i think that's maybe why i started wanting to make people laugh um and i would just do anything to be around her and in eighth grade i saved all all my money from my actual paper paper route Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was a paper boy and i bought her a ring (gasps) and i brought it to school like i had asked her out on the camping trip Uh earlier that year and she almost said yes oh my god and then I was like, okay, I'm so close. So I yeah. bought her a ring. And I remember this so vividly. It was in like a little plastic treasure box. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, this is the saddest. This is so cute, but I feel like it's moving towards a sad place. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, it has to. So I took it out to her. I gave it to her at recess. And it was just like, here, I want you to have this. <laughs> oh. And then she, her friend gave it back to me. <gasps> and then I just... She's like, she says, thank you, but she doesn't want it. And then I just like spent the rest of the day with my head down on my desk. And then oh, I, no. I went home and I was like crying. And my mom was like, what's wrong? And she helped me take it back to the store to get my money back. <laughs> oh, my God. But the crazy thing, it was like so strong for this girl. And I've never had a crush on a girl before or after. And <laughs> she turned you off of women forever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> she's to blame. She's pa- she's patient zero. Um, so, but I wondered, I've wondered since if she may be trans. Why? She always used to talk about like wanting to be a boy, wishing she was a boy, wishing she had boy hips, like in fourth grade. Yeah. Like in, wow. in elementary school. Have you ever followed up like on, I see, are I've, you friends on social media? Yeah. I've like seen her and this is total speculation. I have no idea. She yeah. would be just very happy to be a woman. Like, I don't know, but I was just, well, that's just one theory of like, maybe that's why I was like attracted to her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but it was so interesting. <laughs> saddest little, little Graydon story. When I was in fourth grade, a boy gave me some jewelry. He Mm. gave me like a cross necklace, like a really intricate, like cross necklace. He was um, Lebanese, but like, I think like Orthodox Lebanese or something. And so he gave me this like, really? And um, I think my mom made me give it back to him because she was like, it's too expensive. Like you can't like the parents were really like good about policing kids that. 
I'm like, well, how did you give them the money for this in the first place? But yeah. then you realize that they're buying like jewelry for girls <laughs> at a young age. And then they're like, no, no. Nope. And then <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, little boys buying jewelry for girls is cute. It's so cute. It's why like do they hearts stomped on? Yeah, publicly. and then being like just like <laughs> brutalized <Yeah>. emotionally. <laughs> Wait, what is it though that like where do you get that instinct to like buy a girl jewelry when you're that young? It's just you just see, like, you're, it, in see it and conditioned to do yeah, that. Yeah, you're like it's like we're conditioned to what believe they want. that girls just want jewelry. That's it. Yeah, That's all they want. Yeah, but it was more of a, the gesture of it. It was like I don't know, just like a blinking. It was a gift. A gift that I a spent token all of, of your my affection. money on. Yeah. How much was the ring? It was like $50 or something. Oh my God. That's a <laughs> lot of money on yeah, a ring. In 1972. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I was fired from the school after yeah. that. <laughs> and had to register as a sex offender and uh, can't set foot. <laughs> can't live, that's why I live near the freeway in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, have you had like um you had a secret boyfriend mm-hmm. in high school? Yeah. Were you both like secretly gay? Well, we were out to each other. You were out to yeah, each other. We came out to each other on Messenger at night, late at night. Mm-hmm. You were like spend a... all night talking, yeah. It's like a Love Simon situation. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So he and he messaged he was like, "Hey, have you seen that movie that it like totally brought back all these memories?" So that was cute. Um but uh yeah. That went down in flames too. <laughs> Perfect. No, it's good. We're friends now. It's all good. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I like haven't stayed in touch with any of my exes really. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm like, Garbage. fuck them. They can die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like, what is there to say? Yeah. I, like I would want to like talk through all my emotions and feelings with all of them, yeah. but like TBD if they reciprocate or even think about it as much as I do. Right. But like, I feel like every person, every man that I've ever loved, like I have tons and tons and tons of emotions about them still. Yeah. That's, I think that's natural. Yeah. Yeah. It would be cool though, to like go back and like talk to them all yeah. and like work through exactly what happened in so, the relationship. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what did you PM. hate about me the most? <laughs> what bothered you? <laughs> when did you realize you didn't love me? Oh my like God. I loved you. Torture. No, I'm like, I'm into a torture moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of felicitied my high school boyfriend and I went to the same university as him. <gasps> <laughs> did he know you were gonna do that no i don't think so did you but just... I was, it was like one of the only photography schools that was good so it's yeah it wasn't that far of a stretch but i was really gunning for it partially yeah. because and i was a little bit psycho like i would mark down when i saw him on campus and like on the calendar and just be like were you dating Tuesday? still at the no, time no no you'd no. broken, broken up. up and then you were like okay i'm just gonna go just for had it to go to toronto yeah on the same campus and just like every time i like saw him i just would mark when and where i saw him mm-hmm. <laughs> isn't that insane <laughs> it's so crazy That's i wish i felt crazy. that way about like anything anymore yeah I'm now like, now that we're like talking about like past obsessions and stuff, I'm like remembering other guys that I've like felt this way about, Mm. especially in like LA where there was this one like bartender that worked at like a bar that I would go to all the time with my friends when I like first moved out here. And uh, I don't know why I liked him. He was like, I mean, he was another shorty with like a very full, like 
ZZ Top esque beard. Oh wow! And like, I just was like so vibing on him. And sometimes I just like show up to the bar like early on the days that I like knew that he'd be working like with a girlfriend. I couldn't like really speak to him that much and like. It was just a weird, like, creeper thing. I love your variety of crushes, like Blowpoke, Blow- and Shorty Z-Pop, ZZZ Top. <laughs> Blowpoke, I forgot about that. You did? Well, no, I mean, I, like, sometimes will watch, like, before bed, just, like, <laughs> clips of David Rudolph in the staircase. Yeah. Like, in his PowerPoint, like, that PowerPoint <laughs> meltdown that he has is truly nothing's hotter to me than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, defending yeah. Defending your, defending his client. Yeah, and yeah. just, like, yelling at someone for not being able to get the PowerPoint right. Oh, right, yeah. And he's kind of like sweating yeah. he's wearing like a v-net he's in casual it's like the night before he's right. rehearsing yes. i'm just like oh my heart's beating <laughs> just thinking about it what kind of girl crushes do you have what kind of girl crushes do i have it's like um i feel like girls with like long dark hair like kind of darker features like that have like a sultry look or something to them like it ha- it's weird when it happens like because it's not like there will just be very specific women that i'll just be like really drawn to or really attracted to and i can't explain like i can't explain what it is or why but it just like it'll just like happen every yeah. once in a while yeah yeah just like getting a vibe or something who would you is there a celeb girl like a, um, that you could point to who can i point to that's like not a cast member of vanderpump rules that's like my <laughs> only <laughs> reference <laughs> um who fuck like what about that woman on that season of dexter layla do you remember her Mm-mm. i, don't I never watched dexter pop- yeah i don't know why she popped into my mind i don't have many Okay, wait. And now I need to like think about this. Yeah. I've been so like out of a crush game. It's really bad. I need to like get a crush on someone. It's when you stat. Yeah. It's like when you're stressed and shit. You and know, you just have like so much can. going on. You're just like sex just takes a total backseat for me. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'll turn that off forever. Yeah. And then <laughs> just edit the podcast. And then like, <laughs> I realized the other day I was like, oh my God, like, have I really not had sex with anyone except these like two people that I can remember for the past three years? And I was like, fuck. And then realized like I hadn't fucked anyone new in so long. But then I remember that I did date someone. (laughs) So I had (laughs) fucked another person. (laughs) I was like, okay, thank fucking God. It took me like two months to remember this like three month long relationship that I had. And then it made me feel less bad. But then I still was like, well, that's not great. If I can't remember this person, that's his fault, not yours. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm just like, okay, I need like a crush. Yeah. Yeah. Having a crush is the best. Who is like my female celeb crush? Somebody from Danity Kane. Did it? <laughs> I don't have any crushes. I can't even think. It's hard when you're put on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like racking my brain now for just like anyone that I see like. Nope. Coming up blank. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of a single woman at all. 
anywhere. <laughs> just once you try to think of a beautiful no i can't dark haired sexy woman like um, my the girl that i or the woman sorry that i dated for like a few weeks mm-hmm. looked very similar to like olivia wilde like oh, look okay. had that look yes so okay. that's like a look that i really like i think i would go always more femme like just i'm attracted to like someone that would even be like more because i'm like not like, I'm femme, but not, like, super femme, I'd say, but someone that would, like, take it up just a notch from where I am. Right. Um, That's, like, my vibe. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would want to be the butch one in the relationship, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know who actually... Okay, this is now who I got such a crush on. Did you ever watch I Love Dick? I haven't seen it, no. Okay, well... The Kevin Bacon one? Yeah, the Kevin Bacon one. There's an actress, and let me find her, because I truly was just like, oh my God, and then went into a total like research K-hole to like learn everything about this woman. She played... She was like a resident in Marfa that was like... Just lived in like a trailer. Hang on. Now I'm finding her name. Roberta Colandrez, and... She, oh yeah, yeah, stunning, stunning. Yeah, she's got that like hot woman, hot twink thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. not even necessarily like. Yeah, it's just everything is working here yeah. for me. Oh yeah, yeah, beautiful. Hmm. All right. So that was uh that was like guess like not yeah. So then I was just really into her. <laughs> and then I was like, well, she lives in Texas, I guess. Oh, so take a TBD. little trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time to go to Marfa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like lately I've been like, I'm feeling maybe that I am hating men too much to even want to date one of them. <laughs> like, so then I was like, okay, maybe I need to like put my bumble settings on both sexes and just try my hand at like dating some women for a while. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm interested in, maybe. I don't know. Raya finally approved me. <gasps> You're on Raya. I'm on Raya, but as soon as I got approved, then I had an anxiety attack because, like, the whole profile process of, like, making your profile is so arduous. And, like, it's like you have to take, you put all these pictures to then a song. song yeah. And it's like a slideshow. And my slideshow, it's like, I don't, I don't have, like, cool pics like for a slideshow right you know what i mean more fun and like yeah they're just like regular yeah and so then i'm like oh yeah, what? and then i was it. just like ooh, i hate the way this is like presenting and like and then i was just like i hate this and i'm probably gonna just delete it now can you make your song the hamster dance and i also think like all the celebs are off raya and the only I'm, people that are still on there are like married or children or have children, oh. according to my friend who's on there. Oh, yeah. Sneaky, like, like people's fiancés. Their wives can't get into it or husbands or whatever. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Or like they forgot to like cancel their account. So it just is still active. I oh. don't know. But mm. it, she said it's pretty dead on there now. And I was like, well, classic. That's probably why they accepted me. <laughs> because they're like we've peaked and now we're on the downswing so we're just accepting any old turd yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um i've been really into camping it's really grown on me Mm -hmm. it's not perfect but i i there are a lot of choices that are made on the show that are like 
noticeable. Like, don't you think? I like, I really, I find it to be like enjoyable and I just am like in. Yeah, I think that, like, I watched the original because I'm a huge Julia Davis nut. Uh-huh. Um, was she in the original? She, Julia Davis created the original. She was in the original. She played the the part that Juliette Lewis is now kind of interpreting in her own okay. way. And, I mean, Juliet's stealing the show. I mean, it's It amazing. is. I watch, like, for her first and so foremost. Funny. She's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, getting naked and running into the water and oh she's so funny yeah um and then but the original the star of the original is vicky pepperdine and she's so funny and she's she's just like more of a like she's like a an average woman Mm -hmm. and she's all like a type as well and just like super controlling and hyper vigilant about her kid and all that stuff and the difference between somebody who is a an insanely beautiful woman like Jennifer Garner is mm-hmm. playing that person. And somebody who's like a, an average person is a big disconnect for me for like what the series is about. But yeah. now I'm like getting more into it. And I think I like just chilled out and <laughs> like watching it now. Like you're being less of a snob about it. Yeah. And it's always hard when something gets remade. Cause I know that they had, Julia. especially if you were connected to the original, like just really loved that. And that was your like, was that your entree into it or did you watch this and then you went back? No, I watched the original first. Like, okay. I watched the original when it came out and then, um, but I know that Julia was in their offices with them for a couple weeks, like helping them switch it over. And now Julia Davis has her own HBO show coming up. Oh, cool. Super exciting. And I wonder if that was part of like, the whole we'll give deal. you a show if you do this. Kind yeah. Of yeah. Um, I need to watch the original one, but like, it's also different. It's not like straight up funny the whole time. Either. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. I don't need something to be like funny the entire time, but I no. do like, this is like definitely comedy like yeah. through and through. And I forget like, cause I feel like Jennifer Garner was off the scene for so long dealing with fucking bloated Ben Affleck and his fucking problems. Jack in the box. Yeah, just like getting Jack in the box. All Okay, people that like Jack in the box like scare me. Terrifying. I don't trust it. I've only had curly fries from there. I Even I won't eat at Jack in the box. <laughs> <laughs> the discerning palate of yes. one Graydon Shepherd is a no Jack in the box no. zone. Yeah, it's like an, I'm truly like DNR to a Jack in the box yeah. moment. But like, so... She had to like deal with all that. She really was off the scene. But then when you see her in a show like camping, or at least for me, I'm reminded of like 13 going on 30, which she's so good in. And I just like Jennifer Garner has a very specific kind of like comedy that she does. Mm -hmm. That's like cutesy, but also physical in a way. Like she's like, she was very physical. She's so physical and she's good at being like physical like that. And I really enjoy it. Like it just like gives me joy. I still don't buy it on camping. No, I don't buy her. I don't know. I just don't. I think we need to like, maybe know more about her character and I feel like we will get there. Yeah. But I'm liking, I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. I bought in fully. Yeah. 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 I'm enjoying it now. Mm -hmm. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wait, can we talk about the most annoying thing that's happening ever, which is the movie challenge on Instagram? Ugh. As a filmmaker, (laughs) (laughs) I can't stand it. I hate it. It's awful. It's so obnoxious and annoying. And sorry to all my friends who are doing it. But if you're doing a movie challenge, you need to get a grip because like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, okay. I, my biggest beef with it is that like, you're not supposed to put anything except a photo. And that's like annoying to me as a viewer because I'm like, Wow, that this? looks cool, and yeah. I would love to watch this, but like, guess I'll never know what it is, and I just have to trust like that you're cool and I'm not cool. Yeah. But mostly, it's like I want to know what it is, but I would literally be commenting on every single one person's "What is this?" Yes. Like, what is this? Yeah. Like, you need to just include the name of the movie. Like, the, what is the point of this? There's such a like smell your own fartsness to it when like people who are who are so into films and recognize all of the films without having them captioned. They're like, Oh yeah, I love that film. I can just imagine them being so pleased with themselves. Yeah. Like what is up with it? Like I just really am over it. Yeah. I've been so, over it. Like from the films, jump, 10 posts for this. Yeah. Ugh. Just do it all at once. Yeah. The only person that's done a really good one was Jordan Firstman, who did all 10 posts at one time and then did a numerical list of every single movie. I was like, thank yeah. you. That's a movie challenge that I can get behind. Yeah. Not this every day I have to fucking guess what goddamn movie you're talking about. Yeah. And then just feel like some neophyte because I don't fucking <laughs> know shit about shit. But the, I went to it, film it just, school. I know. Same. But like, <laughs> and then that's, it just, I don't know. It's just, I guess I take it too personally, but. like this is a personal attack on me and my soul exactly (laughs) everyone's against me um uh, yeah it's not instagram challenges in general are babe yeah like and participating yeah remember the ice bucket challenge oh i love watching the ones where they get hurt (laughs) (laughs) but i hated that so much because so many of them didn't put ice in their buckets it was just water and you could tell yeah that's so stupid. Someone that I eventually cut out of my life, like <laughs> she did an ice bucket challenge <laughs> and it was like the type of person that would never post, but then like did it and like had like 20 followers and then did an ice bucket challenge. And I'm like, what is the point of this? Like, yeah. what did you just do right now? Yeah. Like I just donated $50. Like that is more helpful than pouring Bring a bucket of ice on your head. Yeah. It was like a lot of women too that like wanted to be like my favorite version was like women that lived in like New York City that were like doing it on the street and then they'd be like, Oh my god and like <laughs> being like it's crazy like I'm on the street, like people are walking by and oh they just god. like pour the ice bucket on my head. Oh, I never saw any of those. Oh my god, that was like truly I was like, You need to stop. Let's send a cease and desist letter. But maybe the movie challenge thing is like nobody's nominated me, so maybe I'm just bitter. Has anyone but nominated like, you? No. Yeah. I don't think anyone would not. Like people know me better than to like nominate me for a challenge. <laughs> Blocked. Yeah. Or like 
it's just like, I'm not going to do that. But I've now found myself wanting to do the challenge because I just like, but how do you even get the screen grabs? Are all these people like going and watching them, buying the movie in iTunes and like screen grabbing like the perfect shot? Like, where do you get the pictures? Is there some app that I don't know about? I don't. Well, so I started this thing called Criterionaut a while Mm ago and I do it very rarely, but like, um criterionot.com um <laughs> it started because i like was so frustrated that that clueless isn't in criterion collection but they'll interview amy heckerling and like get her to come and do their movie closet thing but they won't put her films in their fucking collection yeah that's it's rude. so broy and it's so annoying so i just was like here there are so many amazing parts of movies that are mainstream or you know these amazing frames and it it, so i just post it it takes a while to go through a full movie Mm -hmm. screenshot it and then like make a post about it so i don't know if these people i they must just be googling but they get i don't think so people get obscure frame and it's all about like what the most obscure and like beautiful frame like some people are posting movies that i'm like what is that and they're like it's mary poppins and i'm like oh well, I didn't recognize that right. frame. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Like, it's what like a is shot this? shot of a shoe or something. Yeah. It's trolling me <laughs> so hard. I'm like, please stop. Yeah. I see friends. Like, I have a lot of friends that are doing it. Yeah. And, like, I support them and, like, love and light yeah. to you guys who have done this. You know who you are. And Same. I still love you anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and I am throwing likes at the movie challenge. But I also just, like... I'm glad that it's over. Mm. And now you know how I really feel. Yeah. We can talk about it offline if you have feelings. Oh, no, I'm, I've already No, I'm said, saying to the friends. Oh, to your friends. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to my friends, Sorry, I lost not the plot you. There. Yeah. <laughs> um, Olivia Munn was on Busy Tonight this mm-hmm. week. Yes. And I went to the taping. Amazing. And uh, Busy asked her about the Japanese sweet potatoes because Olivia Munn. I think I talked about this on the podcast, but she came... Oh, I did talk about this on the podcast. What am I saying? But she came out with like an insane claim that said, where she oh, said right. that she'd never gotten any plastic surgery in yes. her life, but she did start eating Japanese sweet potatoes, and it changed her entire bone structure and face. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. This is a woman who has a truly a different face in 2018 than she did in 2010. Yeah. And... I always really held this against her and was just like, you're trolling us. Yeah. But then she got trolled back by Busy. Amazing. And then the whole interview, because they don't tape the show live. So like they they interview for like a long time, like talk for probably 10 minutes and then take parts out of the conversation. Right. And, you know, I went into the conversation having like a lot of uh, still having a, gr- a, a chip on my shoulder for her giving me sweatpants in her pool and like all the shit but then i realized by the end of it i really liked her huh so i'm a big fan now <laughs> not of her movies because i don't really watch her, what turned it around for you just she's for an investor in uber and uh-huh. an investor in like all sorts of tech stuff and then now she's like an investor in like vital proteins which is this like line of like collagen and hyaluronic acid like proteins that you can add in like your smoothies or water or anything like that mm. and i've just been seeing those everywhere i just like bought a huge tub of one from eric air one i was like it's time it's collagen time <laughs> for the longest time i thought air one was no nowhere backwards it is no it's not oh <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll, we'll walk down there and take a mirror and I'll show you. Yeah. Anyway, but that's good. That's good. She's investing in. So yeah. she's investing to like kind of be like, fuck men. We're taking over. Yeah. And yeah. she's just like very kind of like independent woman. And like, I don't know. It's like, it was cool. Like I was like, hmm. I don't like your plastic surgery lies, but I, you do look amazing. And like, you're fucking rich as shit and you're a smart investor and like, you're a good person. She's a babe exclamation. Yeah. What? Uh, so what did she say about the potatoes? She said that, you can't find them anywhere anymore. Oh. And then like, <laughs> it's like really convenient that those potatoes just oh. disappeared. They were from like a very small town in Japan. Like, but then once people started figuring out where they were from, they ordered and ordered them online. Now you can't get them anymore. Oh my God. I was just like, this is truly the most babe thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It's like a James Cameron unobtainium. Yeah, (laughs) it was truly, it was like too much. But then she went and then she smartly tied it back into like, she's like, the thing about them is they're like filled with hyaluronic acid and Mm. that like holds on to liquid. And so now I'm an investor in this thing that also has, and I was like, smart, 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 smart. smart." And then like went to go get it all. That's great. That's great PR. Yeah. Spinning it. No, she's like, and then I I also appreciate like how media trained she was because Mm. it was like, she could take anything and then like tie it back into herself and her own interests. And I was like, I aim to do that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So jokes on me. (laughs) She's great. <laughs> uh, I always get her and I mean, this is such a basic thing to say, but her and Olivia Wilde mixed up just because their names are Olivia. I don't know. And they have like kind of similar, similar haircuts. haircuts. Yeah. yeah. Came out around the same time. Once you start to realize like how many actors and actresses just look like different versions of each other. Yeah. It's all just like the same face on a different scale. Yeah. There's like not very much like diversity in like faces no, or bodies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take um, that, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> we see you. We see you. <laughs> I went pretty crazy at Erewhon today, actually. Ooh. Are you broke? Um, nearing there. Yeah. Yeah. I love- like I love a live lap spend on like expensive random like powders. Yeah. Well, the first time I came to LA, somebody took me there. If you don't live in LA, it's like this grocery store. Super, it's like beyond Whole Foods. It's mm-hmm. like crazy. Um, and the, they told me about the juice bar where you just go up and tell them how you're feeling mm-hmm. and they'll just make you whatever. And I thought that was just amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I went there because every time I would get sick, I would go to the bar and mm. be like, I have this going on though. <laughs> and like they're, As if juice, they're doctors. Yeah. yeah, they are to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the juice bar guy's name was Truth. Oh, Sojourner Truth just truth just truth yeah like madonna but truth oh my god amazing. and truth made me always like a good thing that like kicked like my colds butt hmm. but it was always it was the same thing every there. time yeah. yeah it was like and then the last time i think i had i think i might be allergic to oregano oil because oh. i got like a weird reaction to it like kind of hives and it's whatnot strong. like woke up with like puffy like really like swollen eyes the next day i'm like no (laughs) but yeah i that i had like a activated matcha like tonic today with like all this like shit in it it's like 
dirt with a little bit of sweetener. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I love it. I want just like gritty dirt drink. Yeah. Yeah. There to be chunks going down my throat. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm trying to like get my own like little tonic bar happening in my kitchen Ooh, with yeah. like lots of different like mushroom powders and stuff. Oh, do you have a juicer? I don't have a juicer. Mm. I have a blender that's like okay. I have a Nutribullet, which is a game changer. Is it? Yeah, I love it. No, I love it because I like that you can make just like an individual cup of something. Because like my inclination is just to go hard and make like so much smoothie that I have to like (laughs) throw some out. Yeah. So I need to keep like an individual serving. I nearly had a fit at uh, Nature Well yesterday. It took them so long to (laughs) my smoothie. I almost complained. I nearly had a fit. <laughs> Where's Nature Well? There's a couple. There's one on Melrose near somewhere. And there's oh, yeah. one um, in Silver Lake on Sunset. Do you, You're not a moon juice sun, Silver Lake person? Mm-hmm. You don't buy no any moon, moon juice. juice? No. I've had, I, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. get a little bottle, but I don't like it. I don't oh, like my God. I, you know, here's why. Yeah, tell. tell. Because <laughs> I asked for if they had anything with activated charcoal, and they looked at me like I was a fucking piece of shit scumbag. Why? I think they're just like, that doesn't do anything. I think they're, they think it's harmful or something. I don't know. They were just like, no, we don't do that here. And I was like, you do everything else. You are snake oil salesman. That's a lie. They have to have a charcoal something. I don't know. I didn't see anything, and I asked. I deigned to ask. That's rude. Yeah. Activated Amanda charcoal Chantel does Bacon. work. Have you ever taken it when you've had a hangover? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Nice charcoal lemonade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have the charcoal bath salts from Goop, mm. which are great, but they make your tub so dirty. Oh. Like they leave like a <laughs> gross charcoal ring around the tub. It looks like you just took like a dirt nap in oh your tub. That's and a good like, prank. Yeah. Just getting out of the bath. Like, mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this all came off me yeah it was so like it's really gross you so you have to like clean your entire tub like scrub it down afterwards which takes a lot of the joy out of the bath yeah. experience so i've only <laughs> used it once so far but i am a fan have you done charcoal toothbrush charcoal tooth powder yeah i've done that but i also feel like that like i'm just a very toothpaste puritan like I want like Colgate. I want the chemicals to like get in oh, yeah. there, scrub the fuck on my teeth. Did you know that you're not supposed to rinse after you spit out your toothpaste? Really? Yeah. You're supposed to let a little bit of like you you if you do rinse, you're supposed to use as little water as possible and just to get as much of the like the extra tooth bubbles out. <laughs> wow. But then you're supposed to not wash your water or wash your mouth out with water or mouthwash. I've been doing this the, all wrong. I know. I was like, that can't be true. Look it up. It's true. And so they can so just that the keep fluoride working. stays working on your teeth. Are you supposed to floss before or after you brush? Floss? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a non flosser? Um, I floss, but I'm not regular. I didn't floss for 34 years and then i just started doing it like with the individual yeah and now i'm like addicted it's like part of my nightly routine of self-care and then it makes me feel really good to floss and like superior to other people (laughs) i'm like i floss now yeah you don't that's weird anyways interesting yeah (laughs) um but i also use those like individual plastic ones so i'm just like killing the environment yeah well the world is literally burning around us right now so yeah malibu's on fire yeah there's a huge smoke cloud yeah soon la is just gonna burn down to the ground oh yeah halfway there 
fun. Should we do some reader mail? Let's do it. Oh, also, Harold, your doctor, reached out and yeah. to diagnose my um, asymmetrical sweat problem. <laughs> <laughs> what did Harold say? Uh, diagnosis witchcraft. <laughs> he asked if there was anybody out there who hated me enough to do a voodoo doll of me. <laughs> that just makes you sweat on one side. Yeah, yeah. No, I was like, that was very sweet of him to reach out. And I was like, I'm just, a, I'm a sweater. And I think it's because I rest my arm here on my little tum-tum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where it all came from. But it was just one side. Yeah, but that's like the heat, the heat of my arm against the heat of my belly. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, it activated. Yeah. But then he had a little fun and suggested witchcraft i love that i believe in that yeah okay hi lara and friends 2018 has been the year of the troll for many of us and i feel compelled to share what has truly been the biggest troll for yet for me in 2018 this past summer i moved into a new studio apartment on the upper west side of manhattan chic the past three months have been a whirlwind of greeting cute dogs on the way to work and chomping down on yummy bagels Flash forward to November. I see a mosquito buzzing around my apartment while watching an old episodes of Real Housewives of New York one evening. Weird, I think to myself, and continue on with my productive night. I wake up the next morning and have a bump on my forehead. Weird, I think to myself again. I've been diligently following my skincare routine, but I did just switch to a new hyaluronic acid. I reason this is the culprit for my skin woes. The next day, I see a few more mosquitoes. It's November, so I begin to wonder when the mosquitoes will hibernate or die or whatever else they do in the winter. I take to Google and type in the profound search of NYC mosquitoes winter. The first article I'm linked to is about a neighborhood in New York City that's been terrorized by mosquitoes every winter since 2009. I skim, skim, skim the article until I get what looks like a stock photo of the Upper West Side. I recognize it immediately as the building next door to me. Weird, I think to myself, and then it hits me. It's my fucking block in the article. (gasps) I think the article is a troll fake article, so I do some more Google searches. Nope. Turns out my tiny block has been battling a mysterious mosquito infestation every winter for the past nine years. There's even a mosquito squad of community activists that's been working on it with the city, and researchers from all over the world have studied these mosquitoes. Oh my god. L-O-fucking-L. I find the contact info for the Mosquito Squad and send an intro email asking for help. Their advice? Buy a mosquito net for my bed. L <laughs> O oh fucking God. L. Diptyque is out and citronella is in. I guess this is more of a rant, but my question for you is, what's your biggest housing or living situation troll? Yours truly, urban mosquito activist. Oh my God, that's awful. That is awful. Wow. What's causing that? I would have thought it was Greenpoint because Greenpoint's like a swamp. Yeah. I don't, maybe it's like something in the sewer. There's Ugh. like stagnant water in the sewers or something. Ugh. I get mosquitoes here. Everyone, yeah. like if it rains, there's, because this building is old, there's like a little, each patio had its own individual fountain at one point. Mm-hmm. But then the fountain stopped working, but they still, like there's still like the fountain basin. Oh. And so the rain will get into that. It won't drain. And then it turns into like a little mini swamp. Yeah. And then I'm just, it's mosquito central. It's the worst. You have yeah. to take vitamin B and then they don't bite as much apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a tip for reader. Oh um, yeah. Take vitamin take B. Vitamin B. And don't use DEET. Don't use DEET. <laughs> Unless you want cancer. Yeah. Then definitely use yeah, it. Go for it. Yeah. Good nuts. Um, 
Yeah, I get mosquitoes too, but I that email reminded me. I was well, I thought it was going to turn into like she found a mosquito nest. In, I thought it was going to turn into like got like West Nile virus oh, or something. Yeah. Oh. I thought it was going to be like eggs of mosquitoes and her bananas or something. <laughs> <laughs> but which reminded me, I don't have a, a housing gripe, but like I once got Kyle and I got chocolate bars from a uh this was back in Toronto when we got like a coffee crisp and a, t- mm-hmm. a Kit Kat. And like opened them up and took a bite each and then noticed like wriggling maggots in both of our chocolate bars. No. <laughs> yes. It was the most horrific thing in the world. That is so disgusting. Yeah, it's terrible. But I'm back on Kit Kats now. It's fine. I love that. I um, love that it didn't stop you. <laughs> it did for a while. Yeah. But I then you were like, that one. but uh, you've no. had a housing gripe. Oh, yeah. My house burned <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah your house literally burned down burned down as we watched it yeah that's fun our we lived above a pizza pizza place in toronto and uh, uh somebody left the pizza box on the conveyor that goes through to heat the pizza up and it just caught on fire and then burned up through our house and yeah we had to evacuate we were there when it started all your stuff got destroyed a lot of it got like it wasn't as much so much destroyed by the fire but the firefighters broke in through the windows like climbed up and broke in through the windows and then hosed the place <laughs> down <laughs> and everything was just smoke damaged and you know not much was look we saved some clothes in our books but that's but like it. your mattress was, oh, it was gone yeah couch mattress and TV. you didn't have renter's insurance no get renter's insurance everyone that's so listening to this you have worthwhile. to get renter's insurance and most more because like we were standing on the street in february with our laptops and no jackets just like shivering in the cold and it's so fucking awful watching other people like with glee watch your house burn down <laughs> there was a crowd around and we're just like shivering and like they're just like whoa crazy and you're like that's actually my fucking life. My apartment but there was a sweet guy who was like if you want to come to my place you can you can hang out <laughs> he's like i'm gonna kill, kill you. you yeah <laughs> i'm gonna eat you yeah fuck yeah yeah sorry about your mosquito though yeah get renter's insurance maybe they can cover yeah. some sort of mosquito problem yeah you never know but yeah renter's insurance is amazing it's like 10 bucks a month or something and then it covers like anything that happens and if something is stolen out of your car like if you have your computer in your car and someone steals it renter's insurance covers that yep and thievery in your house like it's a must yeah oh yeah yeah my biggest housing troll like this apartment is a dream apartment but it has like a lot of problems that are fine but like the first year that i lived here it smelled like farts pretty consistently (laughs) downstairs (laughs) which is due after i came to visit yeah it was so weird i was like (laughs) raging at my landlord and then they were like was it sulfur like a sulfur thing it was a pipe that like i think had gotten like fucked up or something and was like leaking like poo Uh, smells or some sort of thing and i kept telling the like building manager i was like i really think that it's like some sort of pipe issue like because there's a lot of trees in the courtyard, but they're really old trees. So the root system, I think, got into one of the pipes and then caused damage. And then the smell was like coming into my apartment. And some days it would be worse than others. And like after about a year of being like a squeaky wheel about it, they finally like dug up everything, which like they dug into my front patio, like a oh, huge wow. pile of whatever. And like they had tried to like 
roto rooter the pipes down from like my bathroom and sprayed like black shit all over the walls in Ugh. there and it was like a whole ordeal to fix but then it was fixed and now i haven't had fart smells in my apartment don't they say that's like a sign of a ghost too like a sulfur smell really yeah i think so on those paranormal hunter shows whoa i didn't know that so it could have been a spirit who it could have drilled been. out I had, I definitely had a spirit in my apartment, my first apartment that I lived in in Chicago. Mm. Every Wednesday morning, uh, at the same time, I would hear what sounded like someone creeping around in the living room. And I could hear them because like the bedroom was only like partitioned off because it was like a very small apartment. Yeah. Like almost a studio, but just the bedroom was partitioned. And I would hear it all the time, like wake up to the sound. And then I finally would just say like, please leave, please leave. You're not welcome here. And then that worked. It did. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's all you have to say. Yeah. You just like express your disinterest. Yeah. Yeah. And then they won't bother you. Dear Lara and company, I want to preface this by saying that I've always been very sex positive. I genuinely love hearing about people's sexual journeys and try my best to offer insight and optimism to my friends when it comes to sex. My sexual encounters have been okay, but recently I've been thinking that I might be asexual. I haven't done anything with anyone in over a year. I can't remember the last time I made out with someone. At first, I thought I was just taking a short hiatus from the hookup scene, but every time someone tries to make a move on me, I get extremely anxious and shut down completely. It's gotten so bad that even the thought of doing something with someone slightly disgusts me and makes me feel so uncomfortable. Whenever I explain this to my friends, they kind of sweep it aside and reassure me that it's just anxiety, duh, or that I should try something with a woman. I identify as bisexual, but have only had encounters with men. One friend even said, are asexual people even real? After I told them about how I'd been feeling. I'm just kind of lost. I'd like to get over this dilemma and eventually feel good about sex again. But right now it feels like I'm damaged goods. Why am I having such a hard time with something I was never scared of before? Am I just going through some sort of weird phase? Will I ever be with someone again? How would you guys cope with this? I hope this letter doesn't make me sound like a whiny little bitch, but this is true. (laughs) Oh my God. Are you okay? Yeah, honey, no. (laughs) But this is something I can't take my mind off of and it's driving me crazy. Love the pod and hope you're both doing well. Love and light. Oh, babe, I think that I don't think that you're asexual. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't know. I don't. That's a. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know a lot about asexuality, but it definitely does exist and is a thing. But I feel like if you're asexual, you just like don't care one way or another. That's what I understood is that it's like, yeah, you understand sex and that it's pleasurable, but you don't seek it out but on the flip side it doesn't repel you or repulse you like yeah you're just like neutral just neutral just like could live totally without it it. yeah Yeah. so um i wonder if there's something that happened with sex for this person that maybe they didn't realize was maybe a bit traumatic or a little bit like I don't know, scary or not even scary. It could be just like, did you get an STD and then have to deal with that and that can turn you off? There Mm -hmm. could just be major anxiety about it. Yeah. I've definitely like been in the same position and like, I think I still struggle with this a lot where it's like, if you wrote that letter. Yeah, I wrote, I did write it into myself to try and like help myself. (laughs) Um, No, I, I like really relate to this and like, I think 
I mean, I obviously like need to get back into therapy to like really work through because I think sexual assault has to do with it. I think like STDs have a lot to do with it. And my like favorite hookups in the past like five years and some change have always been ones where it's like I'm we're very explicit about what's going to happen and like get like on the same consent page, which is like not something I'm like consciously trying to do in the moment, but it, it when it has happened and then has led to sex, those have been like so enjoyable and I feel like no qualms, just excitement. Yeah. Like it, compared to just not knowing what's going to happen and like, are they going to go too hard? Yeah. <laughs> it's like stuff. Yeah, yeah. Compared to just like making out, but then it's like, Oh, like, they're like trying to take my shirt off or like, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, and then it's like, and then I feel it's always weird to, for me to be in that moment because it's like, I, I have like an internal conflict where it's like, I don't not want to have sex with people. Like Mm -hmm. I definitely do want to have sex with people, but like in that moment, I don't, And I want to say like, no, and then stop the process and then, or just like go back to making out or just like live in that space. Yeah. But then it reads, I think to the other person, it ends up reading is like, what, like it's a, there's some sort of disconnect where it's like, why is she saying like, why is she putting a stop to this? Or like, and the only way, I mean, I haven't really, I mean, as we said, like I haven't dated anyone in a long time, mm-hmm. nor have I hooked up with anyone in a long time. But like, that would always be my biggest priority in like a, for like hookups from here on out would be, and what I've tried to do, like the last time I was like going back around to like an old hookup friend of mine, and I mm-hmm. was like, this is what I want to do. Like, th- like this is exactly how I want it to play out. Like, are you game? Yeah. And he was like, I have to go feed my dog and then left. So that didn't work Ooh. out, but that would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. I or think, maybe just better to like, know what the lay of the land was going to be. Well, prior. I think that's what, and th- there's like, if you haven't had sex in a while, the thought of like going back and like going all the way, like you can take it slowly. You don't have to, yeah but if you're just don't do anything you don't want to do don't try and force yourself to do anything that you just because you want to want to have sex or you think you want to want to have sex or whatever yeah i think also yeah just talking with people do you have somebody you can talk to is are there like asexual forums on reddit or something where you can question Mm -hmm. find out further and talk to other people who have gone through the same um, process to help you say yes or no or maybe there's something yeah i don't know yeah. But you're not whiny. You're not, this you're is, not whiny you're, at all. This is no. like a normal experience that yeah. I think a lot of people deal with. Yeah. And it's weird too, because there can be some moments where it's like you find yourself being like really horny and you just want to like jump on someone and you're like, I would fuck this person without having any sort of like just seeing where the fuck goes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. versus like a situation where you don't feel that and then you're kind of scared or going to like shut down and I think both of those can exist in the same person. Yeah. And, but the shutdown and like that just makes me feel and like the feeling of like disgust or whatever, it makes me feel like there's something deeper to it yeah. than just like, I'm asexual. Yeah, me too. I think asexual is like a cop out for something that may 
be more worth exploring. Yeah. Just talk it out, find Mm -hmm. somebody you trust or somewhere online or yeah. Um, But also there's like the pressure to be a sexual person in the world is like strange. Sometimes I find, especially with in the gay community, it's like, you have to want to have sex all the time. And it's like, sometimes you just don't for a while or, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's totally natural too, I think. So yeah, don't feel badly about not wanting (laughs) to have sex either. Cause that could, it might just be as simple as that, that you've gotten caught in a spiral of like, well, I don't want to have sex and then putting more pressure on yourself because you think you're supposed to. Totally. Yeah. I felt that too sometimes where it's like, I'll have a realization that I haven't even like masturbated in like a long time. And then Mm. I'm like, Oh my God, am I just like a fucking freak? And like, but then I think that also can have to do with like, if you're on SSRIs or whatever, like all of that plays into it. But like, as long as you're feeling good about like your own sex life and sex practices, that's all that really matters. And that's truly the most important thing. Yeah. And right now I'm just hearing that you don't feel good about it. So I would say that raises flags. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I love your friends just being like, just fuck a woman. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want sex. Just have sex with someone. Can we talk about my terrible fart journey? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we can. (laughs) Backstory. I have insane IBS and growing up, no one recognized that maybe alternating between extreme constipation and diarrhea wasn't normal. Being older, I've been able to help this through diet, but here's a glimpse into my life growing up. In second grade, I went through a weird gassy phase where my farts were frequent and super long. It usually came after me laying on my stomach for extended periods of time, which I was quite fond of when reading books at that age. Well, oh, one day. Oh, I thought she was day, fond of the farts. <laughs> both. Well, one day I felt it coming and I couldn't leave the classroom because it was knocking on the door. I backed up to a wall and sat down and thought the fart would maybe be quiet and I could just pretend it didn't happen. Oh no, this fart was not only super fucking loud but also lasted for what felt like 30 seconds i will truly never know how long that fart really was slowly every person in the classroom stopped what they were doing and started looking around while eventually focusing on me i couldn't do anything but lock eyes with them one by one back while backed up to a wall and farting when it stopped (laughs) i said something and i will never know why this came out of my mouth i literally exclaimed that was funky like ace ventura while waving my hand in front of my face in there like oh pew and scurried really quickly back to my reading no one ever spoke of that day oh my god that's amazing you would be very popular on cakefarts.com <laughs> <laughs> you could have a whole career long farts on a cake Ooh. <laughs> cakefarts.com is just like people sitting on cakes and farting as i don't long know as if they it, can. i don't know if that's the url anymore <laughs> but it's definitely <laughs> there's definitely a, a market for for people sitting on cakes and farting on them wow yeah is this another website that you, can, you started? Yeah. <laughs> After you told me about your Persian cat Tumblr, uh-huh. I spent so long on it. There's thousands of posts. It's so good. <laughs> They're so dumb. Um, it's the best. Oh, that's rough. I, uh, well, it's good that you have a sense of humor about your farts now. You handled that fart really well. Yeah, you kind of You handled it laugh. like a G. Yeah. 
That was funky. That was funky. And then like scurrying away, you like really did nip on any judgment in the bud. Yeah. Nobody talked about it. I'm a terror. I've always handled my fart journeys terribly. Really? Yeah. I just get like embarrassed or like (laughs) look around, look like panicked into the eyes of whoever is around when I farted. I am like almost more self-conscious about stomach gurgling because mm-hmm. that then people are just thinking about what you're what's percolating what's brewing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i used to be so judgmental about stomach gurgling like with guys that i dated like oh. if their stomach gurgled i'd like break up with them <laughs> <laughs> In like high school, oh my god! I just be like, he's a gurgler. Like, (laughs) I would Seinfeld episode. I would never want to like lay my head. Like a lot of you know when you like lay. I never do this now, but I feel like in high school it was always like laying your head on like your significant other's lap. Yeah, but I would just be like, if it gurgles, like I'm over him, and like (laughs) (laughs) any gurgles, I'd just be like, ew, and then like never bye bye. Not to make your gurgle phobia any worse. No, it's just yeah. Hi, Lara. I've recently gained the position as a writer for a small marketing company. It isn't the Sex in the City column that I dreamed about, but at least it's a start. The only writing I've ever done is for school and some personal stuff that I did on Ambien that I chose never to look at. <laughs> I feel like I have the creative process for writing down as an art, but the fucking editing is driving me insane. Do you have any tips for editing with your own writing that don't involve asking someone to read your stuff? I'm desperate and three Adderall's in. Um, I don't know. I'm the total opposite. I love editing Hmm. and I hate writing. Mm -hmm. So I don't like send it to you. Send it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like editing other people's stuff. (laughs) Disclaimer. But like, I like the process of like making something like perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Like I feel, do you have any insight into this? What's the question? <laughs> were you having a stomach gurgle spiral? I was after just spiraling, yeah. I was just about my were you, what were you thinking about? <laughs> what were you thinking about? I don't know. Oh, just, I was thinking about doing something funny with that skeleton hand over there. I was like, hmm, I wonder if I could just put it on the end of my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. So she wants to, she, she doesn't want to edit her own stuff. Hates editing her own stuff, but loves writing. Um, I don't know. Actually, I like going back to, I like, like being like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. Like turning it <laughs> turn into it a you. masterpiece. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Adderall would be the suggestion, I guess. But since you're <laughs> already on it, Adderall. then yeah, I don't know what to say. Um, if it's for like a marketing company, I feel like maybe you're doing like more copywriting stuff, which has to do with like just nailing the voice of a brand or something like that, which can definitely be harder in some ways. But like if you're trying to just, I guess the goal of writing would always be to make sure that your voice is shining through whatever it is that you're working on or your, your point of view or your tone is like authentic to yourself. Yeah. If you can excite yourself in some way, then you're succeeding. So I feel like if you're reading and editing, your goal should be like, how do I make this sound most like me? Yeah. And a lot of the times that can seem challenging because you're like, 
What if I'm not good enough or I'm not sparkly or funny enough or blah, blah, blah. But it's not really about that. It's just about like staying authentic to your personal voice. Yeah. What? (laughs) Nothing. You're giving me the weirdest look. (laughs) No, that's perfect, I think. (laughs) I feel like you have secrets you're not telling me. No, I don't. Hi, Lara. First off, love you and love the pod. It has truly changed my life and has gotten me through hours of a boring job that I fucking hate. I have a very babe and maybe babe story for you. It's honestly kind of long, but I promise it's worth it. Anyway, here she goes. So in 2015, at the age of 25, I was invited by my friend to help out her work fundraiser gala. She worked for this literary... She worked for this literary magazine and they basically needed volunteers to help pack gift bags during the day. And in return, we were able to attend the event for free that evening. The gala was like fancy as hell in this crazy huge venue that looked like an old opera house or a bank or something. Everyone was in black tie. The theme was something like Revolutionary War 1776, basically something pretentious and dumb. So me and a group of friends stuffed gift bags during the day, then got dressed up for the event in the evening. The night included a weird Revolutionary War themed dinner, performances, speeches, and an open bar. The most notable performance was from the new, at the time, musical Hamilton, and everyone was so excited. Jonathan Groff took the stage towards the end of the festivities and in full costume saying, You'll be back, his big song from the show. We were so excited and drunk and taking shots, and the next thing I knew, it's the morning, and I wake up in my bed in Crown Heights so hungover, but also excited because the night was obviously so fun and carefree. So I like roll around a bit in my bed and I touch something weird and I'm like, what is this? (laughs) Then I pull out an old fashioned powdered wig from my sheets. At first, I'm so confused, wondering where the fuck it came from. Then I remember there were weird actor people running around the event in full costume. And I was like, oh, cute. One of them gave me their wig. So I'm in my bed with the wig on, taking pictures and sending them to my friends when I get a phone call. It's my friend who works for the magazine and invited me to help out slash attend slash get wasted at the gala i answer the phone like omg hey sis last night was so fun big lol and she responds with do you have a wig (laughs) i'm like um yes how did you know and she says send me a pic of it and hangs up i'm now starting to get a little nervous so i send her the pic and wait after maybe two seconds she responds with omg that's jonathan groff's (laughs) wig from hamilton Now I'm terrified because I don't know what else to do and because I'm too scared to be alone. I put the wig in a plastic grocery bag and sprint out of my apartment to a friend's place who lives like five blocks from me. Once at my friend's place, we're trying to piece together the night and figure out how the wig ended up in my bed. I text my friend from the magazine and ask, how did you even know I had the wig? She responds, Joseph, not his real name, said he saw you with it when everyone was leaving last night. Now things are getting way more interesting. Joseph is the straight boyfriend of my friend's co-worker who was super sweet but ended up kissing me at the end of the night. Also, once his name is brought up, I vaguely remember a drunken conversation we had about the wig. Now I think I'm being framed. Now I think I'm being framed. 
While frantically trying to make sense of things, I get another call from my magazine friend. She tells me I need to immediately take a cab to the theater and return the wig. Now I'm like next level terrified and sure I'm about to be handcuffed and taken to jail. So I put the wig in a slightly nicer bag and take 35 minute cab ride to the theater. I arrive at the theater in my pajamas, meet my friend's boss and the wig master and they take the wig and are so grateful I returned it. Then I go home. I'm obviously so thankful the outcome wasn't worse, but I'm still so confused about what happened. Over the next few days, we were able to piece together a few more details thanks to firsthand accounts and security footage. <laughs> Big lol. And here is the, here's basically what happened. Yes. I blacked out at the event. Someone asked me to help carry boxes outside once the event was over. Since everyone was drunk and I was literally blacked out, some of the boxes got misplaced and ended up in the trash pile. The wig was in one of these boxes and I apparently took it and fucked it in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I also left the event at some point to eat McDonald's, then came back. I don't remember any of this. Around two weeks later, Joseph randomly comes into the store I work at in Soho, and we have this moment where it's like, do we ignore each other or... But we actually talked and hugged, and everything was fine in Lolly. Okay, thanks for listening. Hope you made it this far. Also, hope this made you lol. I haven't blacked out or stolen anything expensive since this, but I'm still a drunk babe at least a couple times a month. Love y'all. Wait, how do you know you fucked the wig? Well, it was in just his bed. Like, he was, like, <laughs> grabbing around in his bed and felt just something imagine. weird. Yeah. Hmm. That seems like a burlap consistency yeah, it that inside like it of a wig. feels good. Yeah. Maybe on the outside. Maybe you're just holding it and like laughing so hard and then just like went to bed. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Oh my God. That was really good. We could end there. We could do one more. You You choose. I could do one more. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Sharts don't count (laughs) is obviously the motto slash slogan slash catchphrase of the next babe t-shirt. No. Love and light. (laughs) (laughs) Sharts don't count as a brew, as a pants brew. No. No. Everybody sharts. Everyone sharts. Just uh, a fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ideal in facts, and sharts the facts are count. everyone sharts. Who's going to design that for you? I don't know. Yeah. I need to get my babe merch shit together because I'm launching my website in mm. a few weeks oh. and I want to ha- let people be able to live, laugh, spend on the site. You should do a babe sticker challenge because I've been thinking about where to put my babe sticker. <gasps> And like Instagramming it, doing it in a story. I was going to do it on a post at the McDonald's drive through. Oh, that's really good. That. Yeah, yeah. In we home. Yeah. A babe. St- I don't have many babe stickers left, oh. but if anyone does have them, feel free to put them places. But yeah. I thought you were meaning like a babe sticker challenge, like design a sticker. Oh, that too. But yeah. that too. If you design a sticker, if you're a designer and you want to design a sticker for babe, you can do that mm-hmm. and then email it to babepodcast at gmail.com and I will have your sticker made and I'll sell it on the site. So. Will I pay you for it? <laughs> <laughs> well, there could be a prize. With their, what's there the could be a prize. Yeah. We'll have to figure it out because the stickers do cost money up front. So yeah. we'll have to just like work it out. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to design a very special babe sticker to be sold, just design it. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. What are you waiting for? Do it and then send it to babepodcast at gmail.com and I will make the sticker. Yeah. Love. Great. 
Stick your challenge. Stick your challenge. And do it soon. You have to send it in by <laughs> November. You have to send it in actually really soon. Today. Yeah. <laughs> like definitely by November 18th. So you have nine days. It's November 9th now, but when this episode comes out, you'll have even less time. Yeah. <laughs> so you better hurry. Yeah. You just, you just lost four days. <laughs> or maybe I'll, like, I'll open it to the end of November. So you have the end till the end of November to get your sticker in. And then in December, it will be featured on the site. Nice. I love I like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being my guest again and Thanks sharing. That was so fun. Yeah. Um, tell everyone where they can find you. Plug yourself. Everywhere. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, etc as Graydon <laughs> Shepherd and uh my website gradenshepherd.com it has all my shorts oh. and things and videos and stuff so you can just get even more familiar with me i love that and mm-hmm. go visit was it persiancats.tumblr.com and criterionaut.com god I'm you have a so media many mogul. Yeah. yeah you are a media <laughs> mogul <laughs> All right, guys, if you want to write in emails, you can do that as well by sending an reader mail to babepodcast at gmail.com. You can also become a Patreon member or Patreon supporter rather by going to patreon.com slash babepodcast where you get bonus content every month. You get entered to win babe giveaways and you can also become a patron at a level where you get into the babe book club. And so there's like a lot of stuff to check out. So check it out. Do it. Be a patron. Follow me on Instagram at Lars Marie. And uh, yeah, that's all. Love and light. Love and light. Bye. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.